Here we tell, go. Tell me, tell me when. Three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome to the Valley Cast. Before we dive into it, I got something to tell you. Guess what? HelloFresh offers delicious, easy to prepare recipes and convenient doorstep delivery, plus calorie smart and carb smart options to make eating well easier than ever. So get 16 free meals plus three gifts with code ValleyCast16 at HelloFresh.com slash ValleyCast16. Go to HelloFresh.com slash ValleyCast16 and use code ValleyCast16 to get 16 free meals plus three gifts onto the show. Yeah, that was so good. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep oh. going. Keep going. Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your show. <laughs> what That's up, too many everybody? Free, free gifts. Hi, everybody. <laughs> we are in the Valley Cast. It's me. It's Kevin Plackey. It's Elliot Morgan. Steve Zaragoza is off. He's on a spaceship. Going to be one of the first to land on Mars. It's crazy. I'm so I don't proud know. Of him. I didn't think he'd do it, but they picked him. He's on his way. It's going to be great. Uh, Remember, hope- only like a couple of months ago, he was scared about doing that Universal ride, and now he's. He's going to Mars. Going to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. He, um, he's nothing if not a constantly evolving human being. And, That's uh, true. Uh, beautiful to see. <laughs> so you got anyway. the three of us that look like if you uh, put us on a on yeah. a chart, it's almost like an evolutionary <laughs> chart of look and facial hair and <laughs> style. Yeah, we're like a, we're like three slightly different versions of those Memoji things yep. that you yeah. can make on a <laughs> Yeah, we all we all share the same one. I made it, and I was like, guys, I don't want you to have to go through the five minutes. Just use this one. (laughs) I have (laughs) me. We're just templates, white man templates. I have a stupid bit I do with the emojis where I make a ton of different celebrities. Like I have a Donald Trump one, a Joe Rogan one, a Nicki Minaj one, a Jeffrey Star nice. one, and I just randomly send those to people. Dude, I was I hoping was, you uh, were gonna just keep going like slightly right leaning MAGA yeah, heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a Ben <laughs> Shapiro. <laughs> I was um me and Grace were hanging out with uh Claudio and Sarah Whittle. Love them. Uh, before they left um and moved off to to denver but um one time we were hanging out and we were looking at all of our different emojis and claudio uh who's very italian was like look you can do this and you you know you make it you can make yourself look how you look or if you're elliot you can make yourself look like a beautiful asian girl and i was like i looked at it and i i re-looked at it and i was like Oh my god! I was like, I really did make myself look incredibly Asian, oh, that's and I great. was like, this, and I've been sending this to people, thinking I it looked like me, and it doesn't at all. And I don't know what that says, but it can't be good. Uh, You're projecting some kind of weird inner thing. Maybe it's a former yeah. life. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Or racism. I don't know. It could be it could anything. be any of it. Former life, racism, yeah. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Which one is Maybe it? I was Asian in a former life. That might explain a lot. Okay. That'd be awesome. Perhaps. Well, um, let's dive into it, guys. So we're going to start in uh, Exodus chapter four. Uh, Great. Today. Thank you. My Crap. favorite. My favorite. I don't chapter. think I, I don't think I was ready for this. I don't have yeah. anything written. No, that's okay. Somebody wrote it down years and oh. years ago. Oh, oh, oh. You're just going to read it to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Exodus. So Exodus chapter four, obviously. I don't think I need to tell this to you guys, but it's signs for Moses, basically. Um, oh, great. And he answered, yeah, what Moses was like, what if they do not believe me or listen to me uh, and say the Lord did not appear to you? Like, what if they don't believe? And the Lord has said, what's in your hand? And Moses was like a staff. And wow. Like, throw, throw it on the ground. Like that Andy Samberg song, which was all just an allegory for oh, this Exodus God. chapter. Throw it on <laughs> exactly. the ground. You know exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why we're here. Hey, does the Bible have a patent and um, just like a total trademark on the cool, thin Bible pages? And why are yeah, no yeah, other true. why are no other books this like that? This is very true. I've never thought yeah. of that. It is Only crazy. Bibles yeah. are like that. But it's yeah, like it's, it's very such a thin, thin paper, but at the same time, it doesn't rip easily. No, man. like you'd think it would just like yeah. like tissue paper, but it's not. It stays strong. I mean, I, I understand that it's a lot of, there's a lot of words up in that Bible. And so the, it's good that the pages are thin because so, the pages are so uh, abundant. But 
I never had another book with Bible type nope. pages. Not ever. There's a lot of words. There's a lot of words in the word. Uh, every yeah, every time you get up, Ellie. Every time you get up, I just have a huge feeling that your pants are. Yeah, they're gonna be. Yep. Yeah, every time. Every time. Have you? Because I don't look, man. I'm at the I'm at the point where I'm like, I've heard the podcast. We've I, I said the words with my friends. I trust Kevin. There's no way in hell I'm gonna watch it down. And Kevin, are you at that point yet where you're like, the video's fine. I'm just going to export no. it. And have you no. forgot to blur Elliot's ass ever? <laughs> oh, well, I don't blur Elliot's ass ever. That's that's free. That's for everybody. To see. <laughs> that's never getting serious? blurred. <laughs> are you being serious? <laughs> Please blur it. I got uh, a bad ass. <laughs> you want me to blur it? I got a bad. It's not good to look at. Well, so I think it's so it's funny okay. that Elliot just found out that his bare ass. Did you really think I blurred it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I kind of <laughs> like that. Either. Elliot also does not watch down the podcast. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Well, it's. <laughs> I think folks go laugh. <laughs> it's when Steve plays the porn every five seconds and sometimes, yes. you know, secretly. So that's where you have to be very. There's a couple times where I've like just texted you when it's just been you three, when I've texted you guys and been like, please tell me if there, or I wanted to text you guys to say, please tell me if there's a secret penis that appears or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Just, yeah. <laughs> secret penis. It's sneaking into the frame. I got oh. a secret penis. <laughs> We're playing the secret penis game. <laughs> that's that's a new classic right there. Yes it is. There um, it is. <laughs> I uh so Grace is doing school this weekend. She's in her Zoom. It's like the last time I think oh. they're doing Zoom so it's like 12 hours long but um Oof. they had to do a day of presentations and uh and the presentations are all over zoom and so they will the people will share their screens of the projects that they're working on mm -hmm. and uh so she's this is like nine o'clock in the morning and she's done her project and you know feels good about it she's watching this guy go through his project and he accidentally uh clicked over a tab oh and no. oh yeah with the entire class, a Google search for the words Grace Helbig. Oh my gosh. And oh, so cringe. So I embarrassing. To, this actually might have to go out of the podcast, but he, uh, he didn't notice for a very long time and kept oh. going with the uh, the thing. And everyone's like, you got you got change your screen and so the whole class for a very long time was just looking at what happens if you oh my gosh that's name. almost and worse so, than if it was like something vulgar that's like even fun. more yeah because that's more. like creepy as opposed to like okay some people look at right. more yeah and mm -hmm. they, they clar he clarified later and the professor was like this is not a creepy guy he just didn't you sound familiar he also does like comedy and stuff like that and so he so he was just of. okay but, but can you imagine I mean, it was a joke scenario. guys it was a joke it was a joke <laughs> no, absolute yeah uh, oh yeah and, just, wow. and Four graces having to sit there and look at her Google image uh, or Google wow. results. It's like all this, you know, history is just like the whole class now. Okay, that's no. all right. We got to leave this part. In, we have to leave the conversation in the podcast because it just adds to the cringe level. He accidentally did it and now he did it. And now and he's it's getting being talked about. Yeah. Yep. I hope he yeah, finds no. his clip. It's kind of yes. like uh, there's a there's a weird uh, mortifying cringe that I am I am experiencing now. And maybe this is just me and maybe you guys wouldn't feel the same way, but I'm at this the hundred thieves they got a bunch of employees we're in this world of zoom where i'm like i don't know anybody and they'll pop in on a zoom meeting and maybe it's somebody from partnerships or sales or marketing mm -hmm. and then ever you have a you have a good back and forth and then you go oh i wonder what's we'll learn more about them and then you'll go search them up on linkedin to yeah. kind of like see the history yep. but linkedin tells you if you got a certain level like who's looking at you so if you oh. go search them they're like it does it can if you have like per, like the pro version or, or whatever. Premium. And I've, I have it right now. So I've also seen them looking at me at times. Whoa. And that doesn't weird me out, but it made me realize that I don't like them knowing that I took a look. It almost feels like an invasion of privacy on my part. And it makes me feel weird. Is that yeah, weird? I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. And I, I'm not I, searching I, them on Facebook or anything like that, but I'm just like, what are my co? Where are they from? What have they done? 
but LinkedIn has turned itself into this weird, like social, no, oh, social network. Weird. LinkedIn so, is yeah, weird. Awful. I'm surprised LinkedIn has lasted as long as it has. But I think yeah. it. I think outside of the entertainment realm is where it's actually used a lot more. Because like all my friends who like aren't in entertainment stuff at all, who are in like business and like marketing and all that stuff, that's where I see people with LinkedIn. So I think I it's think, more. That I think world. the real world uses it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. Oh Wait, man, I, I, that, you're just not, that's put in my, oh gosh. <laughs> Everybody knows, Elliot. Everybody knows. Uh, oh, <laughs> the amount of professors I've probably creepily Googled is uh, a lot. So that's not probably good. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. We're not LinkedIn. We're not like typical LinkedIn users. So maybe my response to it is is unnecessary and it's not it the common be. response like maybe people are are it's actually like yeah they looked at me great cool yeah, LinkedIn, yeah. doing what you got to do on linkedin yeah I maybe i don't know Neither i don't I. like not knowing it though i feel like it would be nice if they gave you like a warning like just so you know this they're gonna see that you see this mm-hmm. but i guess that's yeah. it's all moving that way anyway it's yeah. all gonna be like tiktok you can see people who watch it yeah that's wild yeah weird stuff huh yeah so that's kevin um how are you doing good um you know i was thinking when uh joe said presentations or you said presentations um during school how like uh, obviously everybody gets nervous with public speaking but like to do a presentation where was your level of nerves to do that Ooh, elliot you go first i feel like you handled it quite well oh now I don't, if I do for this career. Yeah, are you doing it recently? Have you been having to do it recently? Yeah, I did one. They're only like five minutes long, but I did one last, maybe two semesters ago, I think. And it was like a, a PowerPoint type of thing. It was really short and easy to do, but for some reason I get incredibly nervous. Um, you do. A over Zoom and then B over like talking to the rest of the class gets very, very nervous. But I, as a kid, I think I didn't get as nervous. I think I was a little bit more more chill about it but still oh, that's interesting yeah yeah it's really uh it is interesting. i told them that too i was like this is straight i was like i can get on like stage and feel not very nervous at all once i'm up there but like if i'm doing it to these the rest of the class or cohort or whatever my voice gets really shaky and i, Ooh, I remember that dry. feeling yeah, yeah. Oh. well and that's what like, i was i feel like i'm just like shaking i'm like this is so and i'm just like i forget to breathe it's terrible that's what I was thinking with you guys, since you guys have more experience with being like an onstage presence, if like that in uh, school, you didn't really have as much nerves. Because for me, it was, I mean, I would do anything in my power to just not even do the presentation. Like I would try to get out of it as much yeah. as I could. And I normally succeeded because of how stubborn I was with not wanting to yeah. do it. Um, How creative you were. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was just thinking, like, did you guys have still that amount of nerves? Because I, even when I would do it, I had the same, I mean, there was this really bad tick type of thing that I would get. I remember in, like, seventh or eighth grade, I had to do a presentation, and my lips and, like, my eyes just start twitching a ton. Like, they'll just yeah. start twitching yep, up and down, and my eyes will start twitching, and, like, then you start thinking about that, and you totally get in your own head and then you start stuttering like that's how uh-huh. bad it would get for me Ooh. so it's just yeah but now I think I would do better as opposed to how you say you get, you get more nervous now I think I would be a little bit more calm in the moment I would still of course yeah. be nervous about it but in school yeah. like growing up I was very much I hated it like you said Elliot the shaky voice the because I didn't get into like the performer performer realm until yeah. a little bit later in life, uh, college and stuff. And I remember taking a speech class in college and that was really tough for me too until I specifically remember one, it was like, a, what was it? It was like an instructional speech. Like, you know, in speech class, you have to do so many different types. I see, yeah. And this was an instructional one. And I kind of turned it into a performance on accident. It was like how to turn your shirt into a ninja mask. It was like really stupid. <laughs> but I but I like turned myself into a character and kind of made it more of a, like a performance piece than a speech. And I yeah. feel like that's the way that I get through it. Because I still get nervous. Yeah. 
But yeah. if I turn it into somewhat of a performance and I feel like my speech, even if it's one that's not inherently entertaining, you make it entertaining. Like, yes. um, that's how I tend to get through it now. But I definitely have gotten over some of the anxiety while doing it. The anxiety leading up will always be there. When I spoke at I think my so. home, yeah, yeah. Like I wrote a speech and spoke to my high school for one of their graduations in like 2013, 2014. And I just remember the feeling before I got up there Yeah, was one of total anxiety. And then I wouldn't say I totally turned into a character for that speech, but I took, I think I took on that mentality. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit easier. It's, preparedness is a preparedness is fucking, I think key and I'm a procrastinator. So that's yeah. a problem, but I'm not like a Mike Falzone. Mike Falzone yeah. can get up on stage or in front of a group of people and just, just riff and yeah make it energetic yeah. and be able to go back and forth and funny. I, I don't think I'm that nowhere near it. So yeah. there's definitely like still presentation anxiety. It's uh, crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to me that that is something that is like one of the top nerves for so many people. Like it's a majority thing. And like you said, most people have that huge fear leading up to it like most people are just super super nervous before like a presentation like it's just a presentation in front of a class it's such an interesting thing to me how scared we get to do that yeah yeah it's like the, uh, <laughs> they say like it's uh people are more scared by and large of public speaking than they are of death and i forget what comedian it was yeah. it's like, <laughs> that basically means you would rather be the person in the coffin than the person giving the <laughs> yeah yeah that's great the uh i like the performance thing though joe that's like a it's like you're making a role and you're performing mm -hmm. the acting role yeah but then the sort of mike falzone riffing being completely yourself thing is the uh is a different kind it's of, another of level performance yeah, yeah and you yeah. can even like put yourself into that role it's just uh i think what you're talking about kevin with the uh in front of a class or whatever maybe maybe the fear that we're talking about is of course it's projecting right like you're it's a fear of failure it's a feel it's a fear of perception of yes. failure so what you're doing is you're taking that anxiety that you have and then you're projecting it onto every single person that is in yeah. the room so the bigger the room the more people you think that many people care yeah about yeah. you failing but what we forget nobody wants to sit unless they're a total asshole and they're out there, but nobody wants yeah. to sit in a room and watch somebody fail and Fuck give up, a yeah. bad presentation or a bad speech or a bad anything. You want to see people yeah. inherently uh, succeed well. and they're all rooting for you at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but if you get into that mentality and you get that first laugh for me, it's a laugh. Then get can, that first yeah. laugh. Yeah. That first chuckle. Then you're good. Yep. 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 Yeah. Even if I it's remember, not a stand up performance. I remember too, like in college, a lot of the presentations were just showing the films that I would make. And that was like another level of, again, like that was like the new performance anxiety that I had where didn't even have to talk, just went up there, press play, and then mm -hmm. just had to sit there and listen to the reactions. Ooh. Judging yeah. my work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be like when somebody tries to pull up a YouTube video that I was in five years ago and I'm like, Oh, I'll, I'll get it. I'll call an Uber right now. Like, I would get, I would not allow that. Please don't. I physically don't can't watch. Yeah, no, I yeah. Uh, real quick pause tangent. Look at my head and my shirt. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> For our audio listeners, Joe is wearing headphones around his ears and then wearing a shirt with a bear on it that's with glasses and glasses <laughs> yeah and glasses. you just need a hat yeah yeah that's some, that's some good stuff there you got fur yeah it's almost there um that's very funny yeah uh, i think well, the like the biggest fears that i've had as far as what we're talking about right now are the classroom versions of it i think you know agreed yeah giving that that high school speech giving a best man speech like i've done all that stuff and the, the I understand it. Like when you're in class and you're at that age, you don't even know who you are yet. So when you're going yeah. up there and you're like trying to like present yourself and present ideas that are supposedly from you, but you don't know who you are or what you believe or what you think, what a what a freaking yeah. time. Which is why I also really really wish I would have done speech and debate in high school. And I'm trying to like push my kids towards that. I think it's very important. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a great idea. I uh, I also get the thing where 
if the people that go before me, right before me, first one or two of them, I don't know what they're saying. I'm only <laughs> thinking about myself yeah. and I'm only <laughs> trying to, just don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to breathe. It's a uh, real silly. And it feels so, it's like the nervousness become, become self-aware of it. And then you're like, well, I shouldn't be nervous because then that ruins it. But then you get nervous about being nervous and it never ends. And then you yep. panic and then it's over and you're like, oh yeah, that was easy. And, it, you, and then it makes time go by faster. How do you apply it to, or how is it different, Elliot? to stand up like how are you um dealing with those anxieties and are they similar at all or do you do or stand up kind of like putting on a role like I was talking about before yeah I was thinking about I think Grace and I were talking about this uh, a couple days ago about the the differences and one of it is uh one of them is yeah the the stand-up is I've usually done it and I'm I'm aware I'm in more control and it's also for a purpose of a joke. And then with the uh, class, it's like, I know these people, they know me and that makes it more, I become more transparent, I think. And that makes it a little bit more nervous. And it's like, uh, I also know what they know about me. And so I know that they're gonna be expecting something and then it has to be academic too, or at least like somewhat relevant to what we're yeah. studying. So it's like, uh, yeah, the, the standup thing is like, more of a an almost distant thing and then on zoom too it's like you can't you can't i'm so sick of doing it over zoom because you can't yeah. get any read from people so i have to like swipe over and see like if is anybody laughing at this and if they are then that's better but i can't hear them and so it's just me in my he'd hear being like and then you go uh, to this thing and it's just like oh god so yeah. it's uh and they don't want to be too performative because then that takes away too um so yeah it's a big old cluster and you're in an exponentially uh scholastic environment as well you're not just doing school you're doing philosophy you're doing like you're the the construct of the mind and the beliefs of sure, what yeah. you're talking yeah. about it's like it's such on an elevated level on a from an academic yeah. point of view that it's yeah uh. <laughs> it's, yeah they're like oh god this is yeah this so-and-so said such and such I'm like oh god <laughs> You know that he said this. Why am I saying this? It's just to prove that I'd read a book. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I did the book. That's it. I, it. I wonder too if like because it, you're doing something that with like stand up, you're doing something that you enjoy a little bit. Like I know you still enjoy the presentation in a way, and you enjoy what you're learning. But the stand up is a little bit more fun, and like like you said, it's a joke. And I wonder if that kind of because even going back yeah. to like the video stuff, that was definitely a little bit easier because it was like, I'm doing something that I love and I want to show this. So like, I'm still going to be nervous, but I'm going to be able to get through it. Whereas like when I'm just presenting like a project about history or something like that, it's like this double, like, I don't want to be do talking about this and I don't want to seem like I don't want to be talking about this also. Yeah. <laughs> so it just like doubles that anxiety a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, it's like if I could choose anything. Uh, yeah, it's also like you choose to do stand up and you choose yeah. to do performance and then yeah. assignments. You don't choose to do them. No, and you're not. And you're everyone else doesn't choose to do it. So you're all just like, OK, guess we gotta yeah. get it done. yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really, uh, I think, important point about the school side of it. Right. Like maybe there's a, a subconscious thought of like, God, I not only do I not want to do this not only do i not care about what i'm talking about but subconsciously and inherently i know everybody i have to talk to doesn't, <laughs> doesn't give a give shit, a shit. <laughs> <It's> yeah. <at> <laughs> <all>. <laughs> uh, yeah like even the professor has to watch yeah. <laughs> that's why it sucks when why you're in are we school they're <laughs> yeah. getting paid to watch i'm like a stand-up <laughs> I think we just figured it out. Uh, we nailed done. it. Yeah. <laughs> Giving speeches oh, yes. on things you don't give a shit about to people who it's don't give a shit it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just punishment for everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very fun. I remember when I was in high school, I had an English teacher who was known for being pretty dumb and like getting things wrong a lot, like grading wrong and not understanding grammar. And I, at that point, was sarcastic and enough of an asshole to, to decide as an experiment to do a presentation where I purposefully didn't read the books and so I did a comparison of the Scarlet Letter with Harry Potter and tried <laughs> to not read any of it and wow. did a whole like 10 minute presentation and got a 100 on it 
And I was like, oh, okay, the system is a lie. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that fun. I was very proud of myself in a very bad way. But yeah, um, what you guys been? I, I got to always think about Yes, I'm. No, no, I was going to say, go on. What well, you got to think. I got into a new show, and I'm wondering if you guys have seen it. It's called, it's been on for a while, Search Party. No, I, I don't even, even know what it's it. about. What is that? Yeah. Search Party is about a group of slightly obnoxious hipsters living in New York and uh, played, the main character is played by Maybe from Arrested Development, the girl, okay. cousin of Michael Sarah. Um, she's a great actress and it's a very funny show and one of the most unpredictable shows I've ever watched. And I highly recommend it. It's very bingeable uh, and very funny. And it's about a girl who goes missing and, um, the maybe girl uh she, she plays a character called dory she takes it upon herself because she has nothing else going on in her life to try to find this girl and put the clues together and mm. it, with her friends that are all kind of terrible in their own right and it's very fun and i highly recommend it so they're finding yeah. dory well dory is finding <laughs> okay, Dor- okay. dory is fine and I thought- yes i'm it is unfortunate that i did not put that together <laughs> <laughs> what's it on is it on netflix uh, it's on HBO right now. It was originally on like TBS, Ooh, I think, something like that. But it's very fun. One se- like one season series, or is it Five. multiple seasons? Wow. Holy crap. Yeah. They got to yeah, find that boring. girl. Find the girl. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, it gets insane. And I'm like, this is wow. Like, this is the kind of show that like, like how Breaking Bad was like so perfectly and tightly written and everything kind of worked for a purpose. This show is like still great, but it's like someone just didn't even like every it's just written as it goes along and it still kind of works but nothing something will happen you're like well this is really important and then it'll never i mean that's again. similar to lost very fun. yeah yeah it is kind of like lost yeah. ones. <laughs> uh that yeah, makes lost me think. Kinda, oh go ahead no no lost is what yeah lost kind of like had the uh they made you think they were going to make everything yeah Tie back uh, yeah, it's very similar to that and they kind of did but in a lame way <laughs> exactly yeah that's <laughs> So I'll need to check that out. But in the meantime, that means we think of two things. Uh, one, HBO brings me to Peacemaker. Have you guys been watching that no, at all? I just have seen ads, a bunch of ads. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to do it. It's great. It's James Gunn at his best. He, he He's doing his like going back to kind of like white trash vibe route. Is he is he directing episodes or yeah, I thought he was just producing? He wrote and directed the first three oh, episodes. OK, sweet. Uh, it's it's officially for me transit transitioned john cena as an actor i've always thought that john cena is a horrible actor but in a <laughs> yeah. but in a charming way like you're you are fun to watch on screen because it's charming it doesn't mean it's good right yes. like it's you're just there you're like a leading man but a bad leading man because being a leading man is different than being a good actor blah 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 but now i think he's a pretty funny comedic actor and gets it and uh, is very capable, and the show is very funny and um, dark, and it's it's basically like taking all the good parts of a Marvel movie in tone, and then putting in in a nice. dark CC world where you can be a little bit more violent and yeah, it's like rated R. Anyways, it's great. And now I'm going to say something that you guys tell me if I should say, and you can take it out of the podcast if this is not. But I also had this observation about John Cena. He's oh, naked. He's in his whitey tidies a bunch in it. So you see like full on John Cena body. Hell yeah. And I can only describe John Cena as looking like a little person who has big person <laughs> disease. <laughs> I mean, uh, first of all, Joe, that's highly offensive. It's called Katy Perry syndrome. Uh, and, uh, yeah, because I, I, I don't know if I've seen a full body shot like that of John Cena. Now I really want to see it. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's, I know what you're talking about, Joe. It's been memed uh, quite a bit. Him and the Whitey Tidies, like, it's yeah. all. They even kind of talk about in the show That's when uh, one of the little the little guy who's like real fast and yeah. body trappy in the green, and he's like, You can't, I can't do it. He's like, You're too, you're too like compact or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good though i highly recommend it and then uh your your story also made me think of the thing that i haven't seen which is a great way to start a conversation but have you seen the preview for that new will arnett show 
I don't think so. Murderville, where he is a detective and every single episode he's solving a new case. Okay. But his guest star is a celebrity who has no script and just has to improvise their way through it. What? So it's Will Arnett as the main detective. And then it's like Conan O'Brien's a guest, Ken Jeong, Sharon Stone. Like, wait, so how is it? How is the print? Like, it's a fake crime. And it's, then they're shooting it. Yeah. And they just have to react to uh, I see. I to see. everything. Yeah. Okay. Marshawn Lynch, <laughs> the former running back of uh, the Seattle Seahawks, oh. is a guest. It's great. Um, what's it on? Did you say? I don't know what H- it's on, but um, it's called Murderville. I love that. Cool. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's I a mean, great you idea. You need people who could do that. Yeah. It's a to, bold to... idea. Like, yeah. I mean, you're successful. relying a lot on the people. Mm-hmm. And the it, guest seems, stars. Yep. it seems like from the trailer they go in a bunch of smart directions with it like it's not all the same thing like they're doing an autopsy on a body at one point and <laughs> oh there's God. like they set it up so blood is squirting out everywhere <laughs> it's, it's it's awesome it looks like it's gonna be great that's so fun <laughs> that's great yeah um, i um this you you your love of peacemaker curtis or uh joe reminds me of curtis <laughs> who said the same thing uh, you know Curtis. That was shorthand. I, I do but, know uh, Curtis. You know Curtis. You know what I'm talking about Curtis. Um, but he was texting me, and also I was talking with I think it was Andy Mogren yesterday about my inability to correctly critically judge movies and TV because I do like Peacemaker a lot, and I'm going to keep watching it. But there's something in me that's not quite grabbing me about it, and that leads me to believe that once again I'm wrong, and that I'm just. I got broken. It's like I was thinking about <laughs> how uh, you guys really liked Ghostbusters, and then I. I Matrix. And, and Hold on. Matrix Four, but yeah, Matrix Four also. Um, yeah, I like that. I didn't like Don't Look Up. Andy was like, "That's you're the only oh, person yeah. who didn't like Don't Look Up." I've heard multiple I'm things like, about right. Don't Look Up. Uh, I think Andy's very wrong about that assessment. A lot of people did not like it. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of people also did like it. But I haven't watched it yet, but I need to. Um, all right. So now I'm going to I'm gonna tangent back to the school thing real quick. Because Jackson, my son, and without putting him on blast too much, is experiencing his first crush. Wow. Right now. Oh, how cute. It's adorable. They're writing letters back and forth to oh, each other. Oh, it's back and forth. It's not just him one-sided. It's love letters like, uh, hey, Jackson, you're my favorite friend. My cat got scared and hid under the couch all night. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful poem. That's a beautiful poem. <laughs> it's, it's very, very, very adorable. And I'm like... And I, I here's what I'm trying to do as a father, and I, I'm imploring this to Heather and, and and even Hayden because there's this there's this natural reaction to go, ooh, you got a girlfriend, like yeah, what's yeah, your name? Yeah. Do you like her? And I'm trying to stop that, like in yeah. his tracks, and I'm just trying exactly. to be like, who's your friend? Uh, that's yes. cool. It's really cool that you have an awesome friend like that. Tell me about her. Um, how does she make you feel? And because I'm trying to different, I'm trying to like not make it seem like having a friend or a girl that is a friend at that age is something that immediately has to be a crush situation immediately as a gender version of having a friend so i'm trying to break that down a little bit and also not make him feel self-conscious about it as much as possible good for you i'm trying to remember if i did that with hayden and i don't know if i did and that again that's a that's a gender thing as well that i um but she also really didn't have any crushes growing up but yeah. that that being said, uh, it's really cute. And I'm like, so what? Tell me about her. Well, well tell me about your friend. And, he, and he's like, she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, huh? He's like, yeah, she is. She's just, uh, she's nuts. She, everybody in class thinks she's crazy. And I'm like, oh, and you like her? He's like, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, that all checks out. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. So it took him to. crazy. Okay, that's crazy. part of it. <laughs> it took him to second grade to get it and then uh so so i i, I throw it back to you guys when were your first crushes and Dude. what about that crush what made it what what was the thing that that had you crushing at that age if you can remember i mean my first crush was 
kindergarten for sure if not even freaking preschool I remember but I don't know if I can remember a specific girl from preschool but kindergarten there was a girl named Sydney who I had a crush on probably from kindergarten all the way through like fifth or sixth grade whoa super crush yeah nice never turned into anything just had a crush on her it was one of those I mean I wasn't a person who just went up to girls and was like hey I like you type of thing it was one of those crushes that you look across the classroom and wait until they make eye contact with you and then you throw up everywhere (laughs) 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 that means I love you um (laughs) but yeah that I don't I don't remember any the the initial spark all I remember is just seeing I feel like it was probably a visual that girl looks very pretty cute type of thing that's what I kind of remember Mm -hmm. the most because it wasn't like we had a bunch of conversations that initially started the crush I think it was more a visual like this girl is pretty looking you just got yeah you got hit with that uh she had these really big eyes too and I think that that just like captured me they were real big it was a medical problem (laughs) (laughs) she couldn't blink She was a big-eyed person and a little-eyed person, but um, yeah, I had Rachel and I had the same similar thing, but we were very close friends for a very long time. How old are you? Oh, first grade, kindergarten, I think, probably. Yeah. Up until second grade. And it was weird. I remember being a kid and it was like you would, crushes would last a very long time and they were like clockwork. It would be like, a clockwork is in the same schedule, but be like one, the moment one went away, It'd be a very little time before I was like, oh yeah, yes. that girl now I think is cute. And it was the same idea. It was like nice face, fun to be around. Uh, always wanted it to be like something I didn't know how to articulate, but totally. was still like, you know, butterflies and all that. So butterflies. The, I, yeah. I also yeah. think though that's part of the, the thing that was so good, Joe, about your kind of course correction there, because that um, the feel when you get those butterflies and you, you have someone a parent or an older sibling who's going like oh like it I think it makes you feel very self-conscious about an already self-conscious situation even though the person doing it is coming from a good place too because it is so sweet it is so nice do you remember like did you have tons and tons of crushes like throughout up until through high school no, I kind of would. I mean, I was a serial monogamist in cr- terms of credit. Well, similar because I, yeah, I probably there was probably only like four or five girls. I feel like yeah. that were like in all that I was like, I would really want to date that person. Did you go from who? What was her name? Sydney. Did you change schools? And so it was just out of sight, out of mind? Or was, did you kind of just wake up one day? I think know? it was just like, yeah, I don't really remember. I think it was just like by that time. I, I had this problem with crushes too, where like I, I murdered that crush. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would have a crush. And then she'd not, end up dead. Like, I don't know what happened. Crazy. It's only my, yeah, my problem. <laughs> but I'd have a crush for a very long time. We would become friends. I would never make the move. And then after I found out that they liked me, I would give up and be like, okay, I'm backing away. I don't want to do this. And that I think kind of started to happen where I found out that she was liking me. And then that was where I was like, oh, nope, bye. Got too real. Yeah. Icarus flew too close to the sun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that happened probably like with four girls where it was like, I liked them for so long up until the point when I finally found out that they liked me too. And then I would be like, actually, I don't want to do this type yep. of thing which is messed yeah. up kevin like <laughs> the secret chase <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> where he never tried nope it's <laughs> not a way to do it like that's something that geez oh yeah just, but it keeps the fantasy in your yeah, head totally. yeah. <laughs> instead of having yeah. to replace it with the sitting, reason so. for crushing is very interesting because my first crush was also in kindergarten and it was total like like cartoon movie Everything goes in slow motion. This human walked into the door for the first time and I'd never, I'd never seen anything like it before. And I was just mm-hmm. Twitter-pated. And then again, uh, just loving for love. Like it's the only time that I like fell in love at first sight. Wow. And uh, as a kindergartner, and I was just over the moon for her. And then it went to the next level when she was like, 
we we switched class uh, seats in class one day and she was like joe you sit next to me and she was very kind about it and i was like this is the best thing ever <laughs> yeah end of the year we're like both waiting for our parents uh, to pick us up i think we're the last two it's the last day of school and she informs me that she's going to a different school next year oh in the district in which she lived and i'm you know heartbroken whatever but then the out of sight out of mind thing really hit a nerve that you were talking about because the next year she's gone and i i finally have my second crush and i think the second crush lasted like like you kevin two three four years or something like that because she was just around she was in my school from then on out and the difference between those two wasn't like you walked in the room and music played and i got hit by cupid's arrow this one was more you're on my baseball team and I've never seen a girl play baseball. That's awesome. And you did okay. a yeah. you did a backflip and that was <laughs> the coolest thing that I've ever seen. And that's what made me Twitter painted with that person for three to four years. Dang. And that, that's it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It makes me did feel you, good. Did you guys, because you talking about Jackson, did you guys talk to your parents about all your crushes? Absolutely like, there, not. What about you, Elliot? uh 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 sometimes i think i think i maybe mentioned to my mom about rachel that one lasted a really long time see i never yeah it's pretty obvious i was like with joe i never kept it as secret as could be i tried to but uh i think i thought i was slicker than i was it was pretty obvious (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) yeah i was like oh yeah this is they know they know and i hated people knowing it was finding out someone finding out that i had a crush on someone was pretty much Yep. the uh, yeah. biggest nightmare I could imagine because I never ever entertained the idea that they would reciprocate in any way I was yeah. like this is just a one-sided thing and my mm-hmm. life is ruined, ruined <laughs> if truly. they find out yeah, yeah. truly for sure uh yeah there was nothing like that I remember people being version like, of it oh go ahead yeah I remember people being like someone would have a crush on me one of their friends would be like well they have a crush on you and I'd be like, okay. And I'd be like, like yeah. well, are you gonna? And I'd be like, I don't like, I don't have a crush on. And they'd be like, they like you though. And I, I don't understand. Like even as a kid, I was like, that doesn't matter. I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. And I was like, you're not gonna pressure me into yeah. some a- arranged relationship. <laughs> yeah, that's common though. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird thing to do. To yeah. Me. Well, they like you, so it's like, don't put this on me. I'm not. Yeah. It's not my responsibility. I can't help the sex appeal that i naturally exude on the playground now, excuse me i'm playing tetherball <laughs> yeah excuse me yeah. <laughs> excuse me but batman has to get away and find joker right now you know batman that's so that's the other thing that my son is talking about with with school is what is the thing on the playground that is creating uh like hierarchies of popularity and and status uh. And the status symbol on the playground right now for them is tetherball. Like, nice. Oh. He comes home, he's like, Dad, I'm, I'm pretty popular. And I go, <laughs> one, please don't say it like that. It's actually, I don't want, I don't like, let's not do that. Please do that to yourself. And he goes, I go, well, why do you say that? He goes, because me and this other person, this other person, we're really good at tetherball, and people know us. Nice. <laughs> I was like, huh, <laughs> tetherball, okay. So we had our tetherball. There was definitely a tetherball time when I was growing up. There was definitely a hot lava tag. And then there was a, there was like a, who's the fastest nice. type of uh, hierarchy establishing uh, playground thing. Did you guys have those like Foursquare or? I think we did. I just was like so oblivious to it all. Like I was just so on the outside that like, to me, it was just like, I don't, I don't remember there being a specific sport probably that, or like tetherball or anything that somebody did that was like, oh, that means that you're popular. Um, I think it was just like in my head, I, I put these people who seemed cooler that like, oh, they hang out together because they're cooler as opposed to because they did something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm with you, Kevin. I don't, I don't, I didn't pay too much attention to that. I remember a phase of tetherball, but it wasn't connected to popularity. And I remember spending a lot of time under the jungle gym trying to dig a hole to hell. (laughs) Wow. And I would revisit it every day and be pissed off that my hole that was about, you know, 
maybe like half six inches deep was filled back in. I was like, I worked so hard on my and whole like, time. Oh, hell. Keep going. I'm gonna find hell. Wow. Not Dude, China. Hell. Hell. That's a that's a great title for a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but hole to hell. Hole to hell. Hole to hell. <laughs> Wow, why were you trying to get in a Christian school trying to dig a hole in that? That's so funny. That's so funny. (laughs) Man, that's great. Because you've got to probably freak a couple kids out. What are you doing, Elliot? I'm I'm digging to hell. Digging a hole to hell. Yeah, I had I had compatriots for sure. I had some uh, (laughs) some colleagues that we would uh, let's go, let's go. I'm gonna dig a hole. Let's do it. That's as funny as Steve talking about when he was feeding batteries to the monster that they <laughs> yeah, thought was yeah, in the, yeah. the train. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. What drain was it that he thought he was feeding? It was just like a random, like, I think, street drain to the ocean. And he was throwing batteries down in That's it. That's what it, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> That'll take care of it. That'll do. That'll be fine. Uh, you guys transition to a new topic. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I have um I well I have a question that I saw from the internet a couple of weeks ago that I wanted to ask, but oh, now nice. we have to wait for Joe to ask it. Do you um, want to you want to give another question or you want to preview it? You want to give your answer first, and then people can put. Well, on I don't it. know. I haven't really thought about it. I kind of just wrote down the answer just so that I can bring it up and think about it at the same time. But the question okay. is, if you could resurrect one person from the dead for a year, but lose all memory of them after. Would you do it and with who? Wait, oh yeah. So you resurrect you resurrect one person from the dead, but then afterwards you're gonna lose every single memory of them. Including from before but including from before you before they died. And the year. And, and when the, it happened. Yeah, and you talking to them or whatever while they were with you for a year. And I like to just say like you have to do it <laughs> because it says there's the question was like would you do it and i just want to let's i'm trying to think of somebody oh like so like an example that you would do it yeah because you can you even like choose. think about like history and stuff yeah but i'm trying oh. to think of a person from history that like oh here's y'all and i'll ask it again i've and i saw a question from the internet and i want to see what and the answers are it's yeah, uh, a good question joe get ready for this i'm ready if you could resurrect one person from the dead for a year so you have a year to spend with them but afterwards you lose all memory of them oh who would you do it who would who would it be i mean you're basically hmm. erasing you're spending you're, you're spending a year but if you're losing all memory of it you're just erasing someone from your memory it, it, yeah so but it's like it's a it's a question of like what would you want to live in the moment who would you want to live in the moment for that year with you would it's it's a weird it's tough because it's like you know that year could be an amazing year yeah and you could feel great during that year but then how much do you care about remembering how great that year was so it seems to me that you have to be pretty practical with the answer yeah and you do because you couldn't do like a family member the experience mm. doesn't matter like it like let's it like oh i want to i want to hang out with albert einstein or i want to hang out with um fuck uh kurt uh kurt cobain and mm. well, like it doesn't matter because you're gonna forget a lot about that stuff so what if it's more of what can i set up with that person in a year that when they're gone and i forget about it my bank account yeah. has millions <laughs> in it. <laughs> like, I don't know what else. I mean, it would be. Well, I'm thinking too, like if you pick somebody like Albert Einstein, you might lose all memory of him afterwards and that year, but like, then you'd still, you'd eventually get back to the place you are now where you just have like learned, Oh, Albert Einstein was this mathematician guy, all this stuff. Like you would eventually learn that. It's not like you lose all sense of learning about him again. Right. Um, right. So yeah, that's just another element to think about with it. That's why, like, I don't know. Like, with, I don't know. It's tough. What? Oh, bless you. Dude. Nice. Wait. Okay, hold on. Side tangent. 
I want to know. <laughs> this is really stupid, but I put it on Twitter doing? because <laughs> did you see it? <laughs> I know. I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. So me and Ellie, my girlfriend, she always sneezes twice. She never sneezes once. She always does one, two. Because after the first sneeze, I say bless you to her. But then I, I've had to get used to her sneezing again and saying it again. I like almost always just sneeze once so i was like it's so funny that you sneeze twice and she's like I what do you mean three times she's like what do you mean <laughs> everybody sneezes twice and i was like no they don't people that's not normal to sneeze twice like that and she was like that's how i've always sneezed and then i like we did like a poll to see like do you normally see sneeze once or twice and it was a pretty 50 50 shot whoa but i mean to me like it was so strange that like she thought it was normal to sneeze twice like that do you guys have like two 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 because i know some people getting those sneezing fits yeah I, um, I i'm a little bit of across the board you are met, <laughs> yeah. i know people who who will do like three times the majority of the Dang. time uh and it's like in succession like that uh but i i don't know i think i can get one sneeze and i'm pretty good but sometimes yeah, that's how i am yeah Okay, that was all. I just it's a great just question. That it is it is very interesting, and I don't understand it. Are you guys the type of people that? Because I've met a couple of them that look at the the sun can make them sneeze if they look up at That's the a, sun. Uh, yeah, yeah, makes, I've heard that, but I don't. I, I think I've tried it enough times where it doesn't work for me. No, it just really it, hurts. It worked <laughs> like a week ago, and I was like, "That's a coincidence." That's not, <laughs> sun didn't make me. One sneeze. time, my um, sister. One time, my sister was at dinner, and you know the whole thing where if you spill salt, you have to throw it behind your back to like have the luck, or or also have bad luck. So she did that with the salt and then she was like, uh, or then like somebody spilled the pepper at the same time. They're like, ha throw the pepper behind your back too. So they threw the pepper behind your back and within like two seconds, the guy sitting behind them just had a huge <laughs> sneeze and they just like started cracking. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Running around throwing pepper everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Enough sneezes. I, I this is a tough question, Kevin. I know it is. I mean, it's kind of just a throwaway answer. You could think for days on this. I well, like where Joe's going. The utilitarian kind of just gets the someone, you know, Buffett, Warren Buffett. Is he alive? I think he so. is. He's alive. I think he is the. What if we kill him? I could be wrong, but I and, think yeah. he is the <laughs> largest private landowner in America. Like he just owns a Whoa. shit ton of private land. Yeah, well, I was I also like thinking to kill him. <laughs> that could back. be totally wrong. It could be another rich old white guy. Um, what if you just brought back somebody that was like from the 1400s, just a random person, and like was able to just like have a conversation and like see what their life was like? But also, it, you don't get to I know keep there's it. no, I know it's so so there's but utilitarian, you, maybe you could do also you could bring in a camera to all this and you could film a shit ton of stuff with them and then see that's different so there's the again there's the utilitarian like we're talking about but there's also the altruistic who could we bring back for a year that could like help society if we just got their ideas and we got their (laughs) unfinished work and we got it on camera and it got to like (laughs) usher stuff forward again <laughs> i just think about like dude, what here's here's a way we could maybe make millions without even bringing back somebody who what if we took somebody from the 1400s or whatever and just did a like react channel and like filmed a bunch of yeah. <laughs> react videos <laughs> that's of, a like, brilliant four, idea <laughs> 1400s person reacts to blah 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 because they have so many channels like that and we have an actual person from the 1400s that can react to a bunch of it's jesus 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 reacts is our new channel (laughs) (laughs) we just we lock jesus in a room and we're watching we're showing jesus everything that he missed yep since, uh, since passing 2022 years ago <laughs> and then you know we'd, we'd make millions and then forget how we had came into this money but did you see have that a video <laughs> yeah did you see that video of jesus forgiving two girls one cup they are much better off now. <laughs> oh, i love that that's great oh. yeah <laughs> I, I we found our answer we did <laughs> yeah i was gonna say the virgin mary 
Uh, oh. And obviously Jesus was resurrected already, so it's kind of a non-issue. So, um, <laughs> you know, you could ask him now, but Virgin Mary, I definitely have some questions about. <laughs> I like answered, and I'm okay. I think if I end up forgetting those answers after, <laughs> she yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, uh, that's a pretty good. Someone question. with Bitcoin, someone who made Bitcoin, and then <laughs> I don't know. Hit us up with those uh, your own answers in the comments if you're on the YouTube video. I'm actually very fascinated. I feel like I, I don't have a smart enough uh, response, so I'd love to see. Uh, well, yeah, it's also like a it's personal question too, because you could totally just like have it to be. You just want to enjoy a year with somebody. Um, yeah, isn't that kind of like the um, what's that Jim Carrey movie? The oh, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, Spotlight. yeah, kind of like you want the love is so great that you want the experience of that person, even if it means losing them again. Yeah, very beautiful, yep. very poetic. What a beautiful, tragic, awesome movie, man. Did you see? I know. I need to rewatch it. Yeah. Jim Carrey posted the. He's probably saw where he's like, I'm 60 and I'm sexy. Yeah, video. I love it. I but did you it, see yeah. like, it was a parallel to like a really old, he was on a talk show. You guys haven't seen this? He uh -huh. was on a talk show. Forget what talk show it was. And he pretty much says, I want to be able to be like 60 and I want to be sexy. And like, he says what Whoa. he says in the video. Great. It's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was an awesome National parallel. Treasure. I'm loving his little like, uh, late 50s renaissance and i know it's very connected to sonic but i love that people are enjoying seeing him again and it's agree, post yeah. post like the four years of trump where he was doing his political paintings and stuff like that and that's kind of what he was known for which was actually very cool uh but the fact that he's getting re uh re-loved by a new generation and, but i don't even yeah. feel like it was that long that he went without that love too compared like comparatively to some people like he only had like i feel like a little patch of time where he wasn't really in the zeitgeist mm -hmm. maybe not yeah, in that way because growing up like i knew who jim carrey was and then i feel like maybe in my like teens is when i kind of lost like i didn't hear much about him but now he's coming back so yeah. it's only like i feel like a patch of like six seven years i think it was like the tens the 2010s yeah, it was probably like, where's jim yeah yeah, I wish he'd come back. Yeah, and then they would do like they did the Dumb and Dumber sequel with him, and that one oh, you're right. Go well. Ooh, yeah. Um, I always though like the on Instagram Explore page the speech of him at the Golden Globes. I watch every <laughs> single time it comes up where he's like, "I don't go to bed just little old me. I go to bed <laughs> two-time Golden Globe winner Jim Carrey." <laughs> And I dream of being three-time Golden Globe winner Jim Carrey, so that then I'll be complete. It's yeah, wonderful. It's just so good. Then he I'll was, be enough. He was yeah. already starting to hit that like philosophy side of him. Yeah, like just his is, Yep, totally recognizes all BS that he was yep. just like calling it out constantly. But uh, oh god, he's wonderful, beautiful snowflake of a person. It was pre your time, I think, Kevin. But what in your in your Jim Carrey love? Did you ever go back and watch his speeches, his acceptance speeches from like the MTV Movie Awards? Oh, when no. he would, oh my God, dude, there's a rabbit hole. I should yet. watch that. Yeah. He's always yeah. doing it in the character. He's in a costume. Wow. Like it's super, he's just super into it. It's so good. Wow. All performance are, yeah. He would do like the long hair, like hippie guy. That's good so good. <laughs> yeah. Nobody oh. asked him to do it. It had nothing to do with the movies that he was in. He would just come with a <laughs> oh brand new gosh. character. <laughs> it's uh, so good. That's so good. And that will be the first video on our Jesus Reacts channel. Je right. Jesus Reacts. Jesus Reacts to Jim Carrey acceptance speeches. speeches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they're very yeah. similar in so many ways. MTV uh, is, me and my, me and Ellie were talking about MTV and how truly, because you guys grew up when mm -hmm. when MTV was massive, was like it one of was the main the voice of the counterculture and the youth. And uh, is, yeah, it's so crazy how no, like even me growing up, net had kind of heard of MTV, but it wasn't. Nobody talked about MTV. It's gone now, pretty much. Nobody. I mean, it's still yeah. there, but nobody. It's talks ridiculous. About it. But um, then it made me think like. What if, and I don't know if it probably won't go to a place like this because of the difference in how big it is, but like YouTube, like YouTube technically is this huge thing, like similar to how MTV was, where in the culture, it's just this massive thing. And it's just weird to think that maybe in 10 years, 
it could not be talked about at all. Yeah, it seems Which, to be heading that way. When you well, when you think a little bit more about it, YouTube is different in the sense because this is where our conversation went was like it's different in the sense that it can be just a place that like you just anybody can put videos. Whereas like MTV was a very controlled type of place. I think more like studios and that type of world is where maybe MTV where it would have the same fate as MTV. But I think like YouTube and stuff would is probably still going to be pretty high up on the roster of i don't think it's going anywhere necessarily but it's not for the youth as much as it used to be it's actually still catered to kind of people elliot and i's age there's a good matt pat video right now about like this new generate this new uh, iteration youtube 4.0 interesting is kind of more catered to uh, specialty things and people our age. So people are looking up things like how to fix cars, how to, yeah. how, how to finance, how to like all this stuff. And that's kind of where YouTube is finding, people are finding success in those special niches post YouTube 3.0, which was like the invasion of the Viners. Yeah. And <laughs> that makes sense because we all grew up with YouTube. Yeah. The new YouTube, which is the new MTV, because I think you're right about YouTube taking its place, is TikTok. 100 percent. so i think it went mtv which happened youtube in a a second i feel like it was like just all of a sudden now everybody is on tiktok it's nuts yeah i think the um the appeal for me with youtube is still longer form videos and tiktok just doesn't have that and so i like being able to sit down and watch like a 40 minute interview or talk or something yep well it's long form and it's community i don't think tiktok fosters community at all oh interesting okay um i wouldn't know i'm so not on it that i i i had an idea for a tiktok yesterday and i was like wow that's what it feels like an idea for a tiktok (laughs) (laughs) maybe another one will come and i'll make it but uh yeah i know like the comment section of tiktoks is like huge like the comment section can be like just as funny if not funnier than the actual videos itself but i agree that there's not like oh there's a tribe of people who are fans of this person who can really get along and like yeah. you said, a community well, like that. And it's not even designed like that, right? It's designed no, it's to get not. you stuck in the doom scroll because if you yeah. go in and you're like, I'm subscribed to 37 people, there's no way to open the app and go check out the, what no. those 37 people have done. You don't exactly. go like, I'm going to go check out Elliot Morgan today. You open the app, you have yeah, the first thing whatever. that's given to you and you have to yeah. like scroll through and you'd have to take 10 steps to go see all the things that Elliot has done. So yeah. it's not building that and it's not catering it's to weird. that. And thank God he did it. Hank Green, who yeah, is I was just about like to say it. One yeah. of the biggest freaking TikTokers on the planet right now. Again, talking about renaissance of people like coming back. Um, I'm glad he made the video. He said, this is why TikTok sucks. There's, there's no, yeah, there's yeah. no, there's no reason for creators to be on it other than building clout at this point because you yep. can't get paid for it. Again, it's that false validation YouTube poison that I've talked about in the past. Like, yeah, it feels good that 2.3 million people watched my video, but, but all you're gonna... doing is making money for TikTok and you're supporting the TikTok foundation with your creativity, but you're not getting anything out of it other yeah. than endorphins. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That can, these, that's an like, addiction for people. That'll, yep. I mean, that's going to keep enough people there. Yep. And the slight percentage of people that you can migrate, which is even less than it ever was. On, it's, uh, it's, it's fraction of percentages, yes. you know? Um, I know. Yeah. He was talking about the, the creator pool and how like the difference yeah. is that the yeah YouTubers get a percentage of what comes in from ads, whereas the creator pool is a stagnant amount of money. On TikTok Wasn't it? I can't remember. Dispersed. I mean, I know that the TikTok was like, you only get 9% of the profits that is that what it is. <clears throat> but then like, I think YouTube was like 55 50, or something like yeah. that. It skews to the creator. Yeah. Nuts. But YouTube's yeah, very hard question. to find. Yeah. Yeah. Go. How do you edit videos? God. <laughs> Dude, I've been on a little bit of like a, cause I opened, I, I just have like, you have to warm up. I have to warm back up into it. It's been a bit since yeah. I've had like a big edit. Um, I don't know. I, I want to make a video. I know. What do I do? Well, what are you using? Let's, let's start. Let's do a podcast of me teaching you how to use Premiere. Great. I was well, going to using come Premiere? over. For real. Okay. okay like, but no, I'm not using Premiere because you're if you're using Premiere, if somebody else is using Premiere, I can't use Premiere. No, I, I can't use Premiere. Uh, 
spoiler alert, we got a shared account, but um, I have that that spaceship computer from the office. Yeah. That I and I Googled it and I was like, took me forever for first of all to find out how to do that. I was like plugging things into Google like computer silver cylinder and it did not help at all. And then I was like, how does where's the screen? And I have a screen. I don't know. I have a cord plug in the thing into a screen. And I'm like, well, maybe this will be the editing computer. I don't I don't have I'm like a 90 year old. Ellie, you've been talent for too long. This is pathetic. <laughs> I'm like, I can write it. I can talk it. I can. After that, it's in God's hands. There's no. I mean, you just want to do basic editing too. Oh, it could not be more basic. Yeah. Then it's going to be, it'll be an easy teach. All right. I'm going to have you come over. Okay. I'm down. Truly. Like I just need a basic. And I need well, that's, I mean, it. if it's basic, it's, it won't take long. It'll be a simple a getting a couple things up. in, turn yeah. it on. Great. Okay. <laughs> thank you for, thank you for your time, Kevin. No problem. <laughs> uh, Kevin, congratulations. Uh, you, uh, there was a lottery and you have been chosen to do the outro today. So go for it. Wow. Well, thank oh, you everybody. Yeah, I think we're an hour in. No, 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 fellas. I'm just getting started on trying to get Kevin to teach me over Zoom <laughs> oh, on the podcast how to edit. Well, <laughs> you better buckle up. <laughs> yeah, go anyway. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Valley Cast. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Elliot. And thank you, Steve. Who's thank you, Kevin. About to let land on uh, the planet Mars. Mm-hmm. Proud of him. Yeah. Uh, you go to HelloFresh, right? Yeah. Free roll. Hello Fresh. <laughs> um Fresh.com. Uh, Patre- <laughs> there you go. Patreon.com slash Valley Folk. Get this boy early. Uh, and then check out the video version where you can see Elliot's butt non-blurred. Guys. Yeah. I think YouTube.com slash Valley I think the boat has docked with for the movie the, game. With the movie movie game. Whoa. I don't, I don't think it's unloaded. And who knows how long that'll take, but I think it's made its journey. And it's somewhere over in Florida. Man, I wish we could get somebody. Should I fly to Florida and get a shot of it docking? Just a video <laughs> of it docking. I just any, yeah. any boat. Any boat would work. Okay. <laughs> any yeah, gigantic um, boat with, with, with an infinite amount of goods on it. It's insane how this all works. I, I just know, want it, like angelic music with like the sunset behind it as it just slowly docks uh-huh. into port. <laughs> Could be any boat too. Doesn't matter. Uh, the, here's know. something scary for you guys all to know. Um, right before it, we go, let's do it. In regards to that, <laughs> we we found out through you know signing all the papers and doing all the deals and stuff that insurance only goes so far with all this stuff, and it's not so far at all. If that boat were to have capsized with oh my with all of our movie movie game material alongside all that probably like other more important stuff like life-saving medical shit we would have just been out like it's not covered it's like you would have to repay <laughs> to get all of that produced and manufactured and 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 made again and we would have we would have been fucked <laughs> wow well, thank you everybody like yeah.